This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. What do you say? Tuesday morning, we do a podcast for you. You might be getting this right around Tuesday afternoon. What is up, Al Dukes? When do you think people listen to this podcast most likely, Jerry? Uh, I think at work. Uh, I will tell you this, that when, if, if for whatever reason, if there's a delay in uh, the podcast people getting it up before lunch, people seem uh, annoyed. You think a lot of people get it up before lunch? They like it before lunch, Jerry, because during their lunch, when they're sitting lonely or escaping their coworkers, they want to listen to the podcast. It's a, you, you can listen to this podcast on your lunch. And you yeah. will have completed the podcast. I just find it hard to believe the guys are getting it up before lunch. Oh, yeah. Some of these lunches, Jerry, uh, or some of these podcasts people put out are like two and a half. Like Joe Rogan's podcast, two and a half hours long. Who's listening? To I have it? no idea. How are you listening Is to that? Is that once a day? Uh, no, he's, a I think once a week. But then there are like just a long podcast. And if you want to listen to a lot of podcasts, you really can't listen to long ones. How do we market to frequent flyers? Because frequent flyers. I flew with one the other day. You flew and with he, a frequent flyer. I did, and he was mentioning to me, how a little bit of an older yeah. gentleman, he was telling me how he's looking for different things. Oh. He flies every week, how every about this, single week. How about this idea? We get uh, like index card-looking postcard things with the podcast info. The next time you're at the airport, slide them into those magazine holders in the airplane um, rows. I mean, I could definitely do that for the seat I'm in. Well, I would do all the seats. I, I don't know that I can walk up and down the plane. What if you did this? When you when you boarded your flight, just put them on every chair that you walked I past. think we just hit on something, though. Airplane seat advertising. Ooh. And it's only for media. Right. So Things we're not, to do on your flight. Right. We're not going to sell you Haas avocados. Right. Or we're not going to sell you... Whatever, the newest toy from Mattel. Right. But what we will sell the space for is for new media. So mm. that people, when they get on the plane, you always have a little bit of time to figure out what yes. you're going to do. You get on the plane. Oh, look at that. Podcast. The post-game podcast with Al Dukes and Jerry Recco. We can download that real quick. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Why don't we come up with a airplane seat advertising company? Okay. That's a good idea. That is a good idea. I like that. I had to do this, advertise vomit bags, because they still put the vomit bag in the airplane. The problem with that is I don't know how many people take the vomit bag out. Have you ever been on a plane where someone vomited in the vomit bag? My wife. All right. She was pregnant. Oh. We were flying back from the Bahamas. Yes. We booked the trip before we knew she was pregnant. 
bing, bang, boom, you're pregnant. Wasn't that, but uh, yeah, she was probably five months at the time. Really? Uh, that descent down to Newark was not a good one. Did she get it all in the bag? Because that's she my did. concern. I'm no, like, no, she how did. are people getting it in the bag? Um, because you place your mouth over the bag opening. And then where are you supposed to put that bag? Uh, you call for help, and they throw it out for you. They do? Yes. Someone has to take that bag from you. Here's so my bag of vomit. I have experience in this. <laughs> there, yes. Could you please take this? What is that? Throw up. It's a vomit. But they've seen it all. They have. I mean, you know, it's kind of the way it goes. Flight attendants have seen it all, Jerry. Now I've seen it all. Watch this segue. Now I've seen it all. This story coming out of Japan, Jerry. This Japan. Is an, I've heard of Japan. This is an actual Coca-Cola product. Okay. In Japan. Water. No. Not water. It's called Coca-Cola Plus in Japan. Okay. Uh, it's Coca-Cola plus a laxative. Now, why would you want to do that? They say that if you have one of these a day, that it's good for your digestive system. So is it a laxative or is it just like a probiotic? It's a fiber slash laxative in the Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola Plus. I feel like some of these other countries, Jerry, they get to try different things with their products. And here, in order to get a laxative in a co- in the actual Coca-Cola here, you'd have to jump through all sorts of hoops the, the health departments, right? testing, FDA would need to get involved. That's in, nice that American companies are using other countries as testing markets. Yeah. <laughs> we're in like a Japan. They're just like, hey, you know what? Let's just put laxative in this Coca-Cola. <laughs> See how they react. And Coca-Cola's like, yeah, sure, we'll bottle that. <laughs> and and then if it boom. sells, we'll put it in the U.S. There you go. If like, it doesn't, we won't. Like they always have like fun flavored candies and stuff. Right. Like Japan, it'll be like, uh, you know, here we have... Kit Kats, regular Kit Kat, dark chocolate Kit Kat, white chocolate Kit Kat. And that's it. That's probably about it. For the Kit Kat family. Over there, it's like a Kit Kat that smells like floor wax. And you're like, all right, I guess. Yeah, I'm more with the Kit Kat people. Let's just leave it with the chocolate, Keep it the white. Yes. Me too. I, I don't understand why nobody likes Dunkin' Donuts coffee more than I do. You I love it, I absolutely Jerry. love Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Is this a commercial? The ki- It's not. Oh. My kids love the munchkins and even the they donuts. Do. Love it all. I understand the idea to expand the menu a yes. little bit. But when I pull up to a Dunkin' Donuts mm-hmm. drive-thru or if I go yeah. in to get a cup of coffee and that box of 50 munchkins or whatever, when I see a sirloin steak on a bagel. Right. Why? Why? Or how about when they did flatbread pizza? Yeah. Like, just do what you do and do it great. Yes. This I always said of Dunkin' Donuts. Munchkins, donuts, muffins. I don't even want bagels I'm good with the muffins. There's a million bagel shops. I Well, the thing about the the bagel to me is it's the one stop. Okay. You think donuts and coffee, you think breakfast. I'm fine with that. You want to add the bagels. I agree. I could see your point. I'm cool if they didn't do it. But I have no issue with that. That to me is not expanding the brand to pizza. Right. It doesn't make you're Dunkin' Donuts. You're not Dunkin' Pizza or Dunkin' Burgers. Well, I have just read about Dunkin' Donuts this past week, Jerry. They are actually dropping some things from the menu. Good. In order to streamline They're it. getting rid of the munchkins, aren't they? They're not. They're getting rid of a, a, a handful of those weird sandwiches and okay. things. Okay. And so, rightly so. They're listening. So there you go. But you know, but other companies do it too. I mean, even right. you hear Coca-Cola, you don't realize Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola produces, like, Dasani water. Right. I didn't know that. And, like, Powerade. Right. Big companies. Big companies. Huge All these companies, documentaries Jerry. I watch on these flights. I'm, I learned so much about these big companies. All right. Jerry, Rocky River, Ohio. Oh, that's I thought a, you meant 
Balboa. No, no. Rocky River, Ohio is a suburb of Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. Some people rocks. Some people there are not getting their mail. And it's not porch pirates stealing their mail, Jerry. It's wild turkeys intimidating the Postal Service employees, the mailmen and mailwomen. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, People have bird feeders in this neighborhood, and the wild turkeys are eating from the bird feeders, becoming very territorial about the bird feeders. And when the mailman comes over to try to deliver the mail... They are putting their heads down and running at them aggressively. Do I, you think you could beat up a turkey? No. You don't? No. One turkey coming at you. Now, this no. is multiple turkeys, no. which I don't think I could beat up. If you were the mailman yeah, and you saw a wild turkey, mm-hmm. would you continue on the route or I would, would you not. wait until it passed by? I would wait. Now, if you were a mailman and you are, you saw a big, I mean, you the pit bulls. Yeah. You saw oh. a dog that got loose. Are you delivering the mail? No. Even you get the beware of dog, you're still, you're getting out of there. I'm out of there. What if you were a mailman and you saw a wild rooster? Are you going to deliver the mail? I will not. What if there was a sign that said, beware of this cock? I would not uh, go there. You wouldn't go anywhere near it, would you? I would you? not. So I don't, you can't fault them for, right. for not delivering the mail. Right, so uh, the the town is urging people to remove their bird feeders, uh, so then the uh, the turkeys won't have a source of food, and hopefully they'll move on. That's what they should do. I would just send the boar's head truck over there and go, listen, <laughs> either behave, wise or give me lunch meat. Yeah, we make a nice boar's head turkey. I'm glad you said that. So now, have you, you. can you can you actually wrap that around your head? What's the, which part of that? The, that's what you love to eat. Turkey. That those things. These wild turkeys. Fantastic sliced white meat. Oh, sliced white meat. Yeah, it's really disgusting, isn't it? Sliced thin. Everyone always wants their their deli meats sliced thin, right? So then, Uh, why have another setting on that machine? Because not everybody wants it. Most, I bet you, but not everybody. It's not everybody. And you want a paper thin? Do you want it just fairly thin? I'm. I go with the. Can I get the Land Lakes American cheese, please? Sliced fairly thin. Fairly? Because the worst thing you can do is get it where you can see through it. Yeah. And then after the first day, you can't get the slice of cheese right. on it. So you, there's, a, there's a little balance between how thin you want the cheese. Right. Or the turkey meat, which can rip apart if it's too thin. I know it doesn't make sense that it, I want my turkey meat very thin, and then I pile it on a sandwich. So how is that any different than if they just cut me a six-inch piece of turkey? It is, though, isn't it? But it makes a difference. It does make a difference. It's kind of like when I toast a bagel or toast an English muffin. I like it burnt. If it's not burnt, but it's fairly burnt, it doesn't taste the same. But it's the same English muffin. So you will order your your cheese sliced fairly thin? Fairly thin. Versus thin. Correct. You think they know what fairly thin means? I go to, listen, I go to Dearborn Farms in Homedale every week. Do they have a guide a, up there? They always ask me, is this what you like? Uh, yeah, that's right. But is there a guide that says no. thin, fairly thin? There is not. Somewhat thin, kind of There's thin. There's no guide at all that says anything. That's your call. That what they should have is a number system. Okay. Would you like it on a scale of one to six? Ooh. Fairly thin would be a two. Ooh. Can I get the cheese two? And thin would be one. Yeah. Okay. Exactly right. Fairly thin on that scale. We sound old right now. We Fa- just took three minutes to talk about cold cuts. Fairly thin on your scale sounds like a three. Two sounds like thin. One sounds like I need to almost see through it. The, uh, yeah, except that when you say thin, it's too thin. Mm. Kind of like you as a human. <laughs> Too thin sometimes. 
<laughs> Got it. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, oh, a, speaking of that, yeah. I, I'm all over the place here. Yes. So when I was reading, I was reading a, um, a magazine on the airplane coming back from Illinois on mm-hmm. Sunday night, and it had the 2018 guidelines for weight. Oh. And I've done it. I have crossed over into obese. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what the settings were? Thin, uh, fairly thin. No, it wasn't thin or fairly thin. No, I just know that I hit one after the holidays. My weight jumped from one eighty-one to one eighty-seven, I believe. And that put you over the edge. I'm one eighty-six was the number for my height. I'm obese. <laughs> I find it hard to believe you're one eighty-seven. Yeah, yeah, me too. I don't believe that. <laughs> I, I don't believe it either. But I need to lose about twenty pounds. You must have uh, thick I think, legs. Here's what muscular I, legs. I think it's the fat is proportioned on me well. It's spread out. So fat ass, fat thighs, a little bit of a belly, not a huge belly, but a little bit of a belly for sure. Man boobs. Like, do you think honestly that you and I look different weights? Yeah, I think I look a little bit heavier than you. Yeah. I think I look stockier than you do. But I you do. but based on what you're telling me your weight is I'm and what I'm 50 pounds heavier than you. You're 40 pounds more heavy. Yes. I do would never see that. Yeah, no, I am though. I definitely am. I was 186. I mm. I waited through the holidays to weigh myself until January 2nd. Right. Because we had parties. I'm not going to lie. We drank a lot, which I usually don't do at all. Right. Um and it was it was we had a good time when we were off. And I could feel it. I pants don't fit, you know. So yeah, one eighty six, maybe one eighty seven. I forget what it was. All right. But heaviest I've been in years. Hmm. So obese. All right. You come up as a child. <laughs> <laughs> He's six foot and how much? <laughs> yeah, no, that that can't be. Uh five eleven, Jerry. Close enough. Jerry, check this out. There's a new uh well. People are doing something very strange. They're having sex with robots. No. Well, that they are doing, but that not this story. This is for uh, people with uh, erectile dysfunction, Jerry. Okay. They are um, rubbing nitroglycerin into their penis. I don't even know what that means. It says rubbing explosive nitroglycerin into your penis is, quote, the new Viagra. It's actually a liquid explosive, but if... but People are finding if they rub small amounts of nitroglycerin on their penis. On it. On it. Not in it. No, they massage it into their penis. It's a gel. I mean, that seems very dangerous. What am I supposed to do with that? I don't know. Well, you would never do that. God, no. I would never do that, Jerry. Absolutely not. But here's the problem. Guys that have uh, boner problems... Erectile dysfunction. Your other option, Jerry, is to uh, go to a doctor. Yes, and you should. But going to the doctor, very embarrassing. It's changing these days, is it not? Very embarrassing to go to the doctor, walk up to the desk and say, I'm here for my penis problems. And then the uh, people behind the desk, this guy's here for his penis problems. And you always get a pretty girl, too. Yeah. And then you go into the office, into the waiting room, and they take your blood pressure, and they go, what are you here to see the doctor for? I'm like, I, it's on my chart what I'm here to see. And you got to tell that person. Then the doctor comes in, and they go, oh, what are you here for? Peanut. What if you could do it all online, Jerry? I would be in. 
That's what my friends at Roman are doing. You follow? I do follow. You see a doctor online. If they determine that medication is needed for your erectile dysfunction, Jerry, they prescribe you medication. And this doesn't take long either. I mean, you know, within two hours, a, U- a U.S. A U.S. A U.S. Right. is important. Very important. A U.S. licensed physician will review your treatment request and write the prescription if right. appropriate. Exactly, Jerry. It's a, a five-minute online visit. You answer questions about your medical history. You let the physician know if you have a medication preference for your online visit. Then, as you said, a U.S. licensed physician will help you out within two hours, and your medication, if you need medication, will be delivered for free. And the package doesn't say Jerry's boner pills on it. Now, why would you say that? Exactly. No one writes it like that. It's discreet packaging. It would say ED. No, it doesn't even say that, Jerry. Well, it's better than boner pills. No, it says RHP. R, I'm going to guess, is Roman. Roman. (laughs) P- Pharmacy. Not sure what the H is for. Maybe health. Not only do (laughs) I not know what the H is for, neither do your neighbors or your mailman. Until they listen to this podcast. Right. Now they know. All you would have to hope for, Jerry, is that the turkeys aren't keeping your mailman away (laughs) from this. And getting your meds. Roman delivering you medications. So how do we go and find it? What's the website? Ah, Great question, Jerry. Uh, Go to GetRoman.com. GetRoman.com slash Al and Jerry. What do you get if you you're, do that? You're spelling that out. Al and way. Jerry. I yes. get it. What do you get? Is uh, there something get, like special you get you with get, that? Yes, Jerry. You get $50 off your first month. Visit GetRoman.com slash Al and Jerry. No more embarrassment for your erectile dysfunction, Jerry. Not nice. you personally, but uh, that's the thing. Get it done taken care of. So check that out. Check it out, yo. All right. Here's something for you, Jerry. Uh, the universe, there's a... a uh, there is ho- a universe. We're in it. There's a, a Hooters opening up right next to Abilene Christian University in Abilene, Texas. Okay. Hooters restaurant. Yeah. That's a normal restaurant. Yes, a very popular one. Very though. popular. Uh, the school, Abilene Christian University, has asked students to consider what Hooters represents and Wings. is asking them... Not to work there because the women they say are scantily clad and show cleavage. Are they allowed to go to strip clubs? Uh, probably not. They no. don't want their students doing that. Okay. We have asked students to consider both what Hooters represents and whether that is something they really want to support in terms of both their faith and the value this business model places on women. A spokesman for Hooters, Jerry, told the TV station down there uh, the restaurant is committed to supporting the communities in which we operate and prioritizes a welcoming environment for all of our employees and guests. Now, I uh, spent some time in the Tampa area where Hooters are prevalent. Yes, you had the, uh, didn't you have the membership card? I had a, uh, well, not a membership card, VIP card. I knew the guy, I got to know the guy who started Hooters. Is that what happens when you go there like three times a week? That you become a VIP? Yeah. But here's the thing. Down there, very normal for families with their children to go to Hooters. It's regular food. Yep. I went to a Hooters with um, Beningo and Joe. No, 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 no. Joe and Evan were doing a show for a Hooters in in Midtown. Okay, yeah. And I stopped by, 
and there was women there, there were men there. It was yep. nothing like any different right. type of sports pub that you'd be in. Right. It was not a big deal. Not a big deal. And I drove by one on Saturday when the NFL games are going on in Illinois, and it was packed. Is that right? And I don't believe it was all dudes. It was not all dudes. No. I went to one in... Um, I'm the one that's with the VIP card. I went to one in uh, North Carolina. Sounds when, like you've hit all of them. When Columbia was there to play Elon. Elon. And we went as a group. There were four or five of us there to watch the football game. It was January a few years ago. It was a playoff okay. game. And it was packed with families. You went to the Hooters. Yes. Okay. So, I, you know, it's not it's not a strip club. Oh, it isn't. You would know. You're the one that oh, had I've the card. There, right. Yes. That's true, Jerry. So, But, I, you know, I understand it. It's probably a... Do I have time Christian. for one more, or do you have to go run and do an update? Good. When is your update time? 45. Oh, okay. 45 around the clock, 10-10 wins. Yeah, you want to go do it for me? <laughs> no, we Boomer tried. did it once. I almost got fired. <laughs> and he thought it was hilarious. All right, Jerry, I'll give you one more then. Pizza Hut is partnering with, with, to- Hooters. with Toyota oh. to develop self-driving delivery vehicles. Oh, here we go with the self-driving crap. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that if the roads are starting to get crowded with self-driving pizza delivery vehicles, come on. On Monday, Toyota unveiled designs of a self-driving concept vehicle. Pizza Hut is among the founding members of a new mobility service business alliance. How about that? Toyota said it plans to begin testing these vehicles. In Japan. In <laughs> <laughs> Nicaragua. (laughs) (laughs) No, here in the U.S. as early as 2020. Scary that 2020 is only two years away. Yes. Interesting, Jerry. How about about that? How about that? Uh, How about that? Oh, I'm going to give you one more since we have time. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, The 10 best places to find a job in 2018. I'm going to hit you with a few cities. Croatia. No, these are numeric. All right, let me guess. Can I guess just once? Let me guess and see if one's on the list. Top 10 cities, the best places to find a job in 2018. So if you're in need of a job, perhaps relocating to these cities would be awesome. The Dallas-Fort Worth area. Let me see, Jerry, if the Dallas-Fort Worth area is on this list. Uh, No. Really? No. You sure? Uh, Yep. Only one. There is a Texas city in the top ten. Okay, not Dallas. How about Plano, Texas? I'll give Plano. Plano. My name's Plano. Um, I'll give you one more. All right. Central Florida. Central Florida, Jerry. Well, I do not see right, Florida so on this list at all. I ha- in the in the top ten. There are one, two, three, three Arizona cities. Well, why don't we go to Arizona then? Chandler, Arizona, coming in at number one. Scottsdale coming in at number two. Right. And also uh, Gilbert, Arizona. Who's he? And Peoria, Arizona. They're, really? They've got, four of them. They've got four of the top five. Only Arizona San Francisco is, is better. See, I wouldn't have said San Francisco because of how expensive it is to yeah. live there. I know I'm going to wait too late to move to Arizona. Yeah, I you're going to get it. there when it's going to be packed and crowded and it's going to be no good. Right. I and know I'm going to wait too and late. And at that point, the place to go would be Japan. Right. I got to go. All right, Jerry. Warm-up is next. Oh! It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. 
Use it on your roof already. All right, good morning to you. Today is a Tuesday. This portion is brought to you by NBC. Al Dukes, how the heck are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. So I was watching this college national championship last night. You watched the game? Well, the previews, the the, the (laughs) warm-ups. So you didn't actually watch the game. Right, but this is why, Jerry. I was watching the uh, pregame show. And they were they had a split screen going during warmups of uh, the two quarterbacks for Alabama, Jalen Hurts and a Tua Tuivasa, <laughs> the uh, Hawaiian uh, right. freshman. Yeah. And as they're warming up, I go, why why do I need to see two quarterbacks? I think we found out why. Who's the quarterback? Both of them. Which is why college football is very difficult for me to wrap my arms around. You're out of it. I just don't. What happened last night with uh, Jalen Hurts quarterbacking uh, thirteen nothing? He's down at halftime, right, sure, yeah. and then Nick Saban puts in. Uh, they call him a true freshman, Jerry, meaning he's an actual freshman, right? Yes. What's Alan. a right? What if he was just called a freshman? It's fine. Could be a redshirt freshman. There's different types. I'm he's just a curious, true. Just to go back to what you said. Yes, yes, Jerry. So had they shown just one quarterback? Would you have fully engaged this game? I would have. I would have understood it more. Or would you have gone to bed at the same time and not would, watched it? No, no. I would have understood it more. <laughs> but but your the arms fact, would have been wrapped. Yeah, I would have right grasped around it. The, oh, yeah, yeah, I would have grasped it much <laughs> sure. more. So, to me, this is the equivalent, and perhaps this is my ignorance of college football. This is the equivalent of uh, the Giants making the Super Bowl, right? Uh, going down thirteen nothing. And the coach saying to Eli Manning, we're going to try Davis Webb. That this, is the uh, equivalent. That's true. We're going to give him a shot. Was it's it only a, the Super Bowl. Wasn't it Don Mort, um, Don Meredith and Craig Morton? Eddie, you might remember this. That was 100 years I. ago. Right. But didn't they used to shuffle in and out play after play after play in the 70s? I you mean, know, it's different. What you know, you, you know what they say, Jerry? If you have two quarterbacks. You have none. You have none. Right. So well, Alabama has. that say you can never have enough really good players. But not quarterbacks. Mm, quarterbacks, too. If I was this kid now, how do you say the, his name? Tua. You Tua, keep going. Tua. Tua. Tagaviola. Tua. Nothing Tua, but a whole. <laughs> now that's the that's do the that again, Eddie? that's Tua, him. Tagaviola. Tua Tagaviola. That's not how I pronounce. It. Well, you? I just listened to the radio announcers and I went with that. Tua Tagaviola. Mm-hmm. No, it's a tongue twist. Tagaviola. Tagaviola. Right. Tua Tunga Laboa. <laughs> Tunga Vailoa. Tunga Vailoa. You're a Tua bad guy. Vi- I would call him double T. Tua Tunga Vailoa. Tua T. T2. T2. Tua Tunga. Are you really going to keep playing these? <laughs> can you at least wait till he's here so he can well, kick your ass here's when he, he hope- sees it? Here's what he's hoping that Boomer doesn't have this on in the office. And if I know oh, there's Boomer. There's no chance. Boomer right now is getting makeup done. And he's banging out some classic rock. Zeppelin. He's not hearing himself say Tua. Oh, no, he might be hearing it, but he's getting his makeup done. Tua Tagovailoa. Who? If I was this kid, I would uh, declare for the draft. <laughs> You're not it's, declaring for the draft. I would. Did you see his one touchdown pass? I don't think he knew who he was throwing the ball to. <laughs> the last one? The, that one was no, a no, no, strike, no, no, no. Not the Jerry. Game winner, not the game winner. The oh, not the game. Tied the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> he throws it into a crowd, and the kid just emerges. Oh, look what I found. Tua Tagovailoa. See, no. I, I would hope this kid. Nope. Uh, Tagovailoa. All right, we got it. That he declares for the draft and the Jets take him. Your tongue yeah. was in that hole. And that just to hear Joe Beningo have to, uh, you know, bash him every week when he has a bad game. That is something I'd be interested in, Jerry. What would you say the chances are that the Jets draft Tua Tungvalu? Well, 
I'm going to see if Gary Myers might do a column about it. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. Yes. And if Mike was still here, he'd call him the kid all day. The kid, because he kid. would not want no part Which of pronouncing. Which is smart thing to do. It's a tough pronouncing. Otherwise, what? idiots re- record you and keep playing them back during your show. Right. When you have to tell people how to say your own name, that's tough. You've never had to worry about that. No. No, no, one, no, right. no one's ever called you Al Ducks. No. Uh, no. Tunga Vailoa. I've been called Al Pukes before. They <laughs> and you. Tunga Vailoa. Because the D sometimes will look like a P to people. How does the D look like a P exactly? I don't know. Oh well, when I went to a Kenny Chesney concert once, and my tickets were at Will Call, <laughs> but they just thought your name was Pukes, and they couldn't find them, and <laughs> they looked and looked and looked, and they went, "Oh, they're under P." I went for Pukes. <laughs> That's right. I don't think they mistook the D for a P. They, I just thought your name. They just thought oh, your they name thought, was Pukes. It is not Pukes. It's just the way it goes. And Russo thought it was Hughes. Yes. So this kid was on the big stage last night, Jerry, and he delivered Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> Keep going. Yes. It's good enough. Uh, then uh, also uh, in the also in the news, Jerry, um, the Bill Belichick's the thing was still swirling around. Yeah. Uh, the, did a uh, conference call yesterday, went on WEEI. We'll have some clips coming up. Did those things. He says he's uh, absolutely going to be the Patriots coach next year. Right. Right? Yep. Which I think is um, Landon Collins of the Giants is happy about. I, I saw this thing you put on the sheet. Yeah. <laughs> he said he's not interested in Bill Belichick coming to the Giants because he's, quote, too strict. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there? I forget who it was. There was somebody that signed there for literally like three days and was like, yeah, no, I'm out. Yeah. This is not fun. I'm out of there. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. There's certain uh, guys. They said, uh, Landon Collins said, I know guys that play there and they love winning, but that's not for me. You What's know who going on? play there? Muhammad Wilkerson. <laughs> no. He's late to every meeting. He would not do He'd well there. Out. Yes. That would, that would not work well. But certain guys that are trouble on some teams do do all right when they go up there. Like Randy Moss, right? Great there. He was a bit of a of a trouble stirrer when he was around. Yeah, no doubt. But Chad Ojosinko, he did not last long. No, but that's I think it was more performance based. I think it takes a special person that has that team first mentality at a certain point in their career. So it was the perfect time for Randy Moss. Right. If Randy Moss was drafted there when Randy Moss was drafted by the Vikings, I don't know that those two personalities would have meshed. Right. But at the time, perfect. And we all can't forget that Aaron Hernandez played there, too. So every time when everyone's like, everything's perfect in briefly, he Patriots. Did, yes. Oh, he played more than well, briefly. Well, but at the time, did you know what Aaron Hernandez was doing at the time? That he was a murderer? Right. I did not know that. Exactly. Nor do I think that Bill Belichick knew that. All right. Not possible. Then also, Jerry, I would expect, here's the thing. When I'm interested in something sports-wise that I don't normally watch, right. I think it should be a bigger story. Stock car racing. No. Oh. Golf. Patrick Ewing coming back to the garden tonight to play as the, he's a... You know he's not playing, right? Like as, him and Mullen are not going to dress up and put uniforms on. As coach of Georgetown. So you'll watch this. I'll watch the pregame. I mean, you're unbelievable. <laughs> the game starts at 6.30. You don't go to bed till 8.30. Right, watch the game. I'll give you a perfect example. Like, to me, this seems like this could be blown up more as a sports Can I ask story. You something, though? If you just admitted you have no interest in watching it, what does that mean that you're interested no, no. in it? I'm interested. It's intriguing. Like these two but guys. you're not going to watch the game. No, but here's why I'm not watching it. It's on something called FS1. It's like, called Fox Sports yeah, 1. Put it on a something big. Something big that yeah. you spend the money to air it. 
What difference does it make if it's on FS1, Channel 2, or on Channel 73? If you know where the channel is, put the channel on and watch because it. Because when it's on a bigger channel, it feels more important. So you're you be really, like if the Super Bowl was on uh, HGTV one year, and you'd you wouldn't like, watch, and so you'd <laughs> skip it then, so you wouldn't watch it. They'd be like, at halftime, we're gonna build a tiny house. <laughs> now that would be cool. I like that. That'd be better than the concert, actually, if they well, could do that in 15 minutes. If you're if your Mets are playing Game Seven of the NL, because I can't think of anything else you really care. about. I will about. watch it, but I'm what, disapp- what do you care about the most, entertainment wise? I mean, you literally Sports spend wise. time finding movies and shows and documentaries on an app on your damn phone. Right. And you can't put a game on FS1? No, I'm saying you're, when a game is on a lower network, it makes it seem less important. If Jim Nance and Tony Romo did a game on HGTV, would you not watch it? I guess, but I'd be like... Of course you would. So you cre- you concoct all these weird things in your mind as opposed to focusing on what's important, the actual game. Yes. And that's tonight, and it should have more buzz. I'm going to whisper in Boomer and Geo's ear. You're not ear. even going to watch it. I'm going to say in your ear, what about that St. John game? Well, he's got the St. John's uh, shirt now, so he'll watch it. His mom will watch it. We know that. Did you like the 99-year-old woman that got the tickets from the Vikings? She's turning 100 this year. July 4th. Cool birthday. Uh, oh, you know who 4th else's of July. birthday was July 4th? Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> George Steinbrenner. Oh, George Steinbrenner. It was a 4th of July baby. Uh, yes, so this woman's <laughs> going to go to a Vikings game for the first time ever. Uh, no. For her. In, no, wrong. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. She saw games at the Metrodome. Uh, she saw games Uh-oh. when they played outside. It's the first time in this new building. Oh, well, no one's been in this new building. <laughs> well, if you've had tickets for the last year and a half, you might. Could you but... imagine sitting next to a 100-year-old woman at a She's Viking 99. game? Let you me know, tell you something. This 99-year-old woman is with it. I don't know if you saw the video. Oh, I know she's with it, but you know it's going to be a lot of, like, do you remember this conversation? When I came here, the hot dogs were a nickel. Oh, <laughs> what'd she, you pay for that beer? Or she might actually just watch the game. When I was at the first game, Prohibition was a thing, and I couldn't have a beer. Prohibition, you're right. In 2000, what is this year? This is 2018. No, 2018. My we bad. are. Two, so 1918, she was born. She was. God bless her. She was lit- she was my math is bad. So she was nine during the Great Depression. She really had no electricity, no no, te- no television. She was there when the radio was invented. This portion sponsored by NBC. For months you've been waiting. Tonight the wait is finally over. America's favorite drama is back. Emmy winning This Is Us returns with an all-new episode tonight on NBC. Quick break. Back in a moment. Boomer and Geo at the top. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, this portion is sponsored by Indeed.com. Alabama national champions again beat Georgia in overtime 26-23. Bill Belichick says he's not going anywhere. Plans on staying in New England beyond this year. Raptors beat the Nets in overtime 114-113. to This portion is sponsored by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. Hey, one follow-up from a story that we did about a month ago. Did you see the whole Ray Knight thing is over? I did, and I was very disappointed that we never got any more details. So he and the guy he got into a fight with at 3 o'clock in the right. morning, they agreed to a deal yes. away, so the misdemeanor assault charge has been dropped. I hate that. No details. I feel like the public was owed details. 
why there was a man half Ray Knight's age in his home fist fighting him at 3 a.m. Why are we We're just owed like, anything? oh, we've made, oh, we are owed an why? explanation. Because it's a good story. <laughs> it may be a good oh, story. Oh, it's a great story. It might be nothing. Mm, not likely. Case, a waste of time. Not likely nothing. I agree with that. <laughs> uh, also, did you see, now, oh, I wanted to ask you this, Jerry, because well, we, we discussed this on the pre-show meeting ride in today. Right. You said uh, because Jalen Hurts was uh, pulled from that game, you asked me, do you think he feels like a champion today? Yeah, I think it's a good question. That is a Not good that question. does he feel like a champion. Is he, does he wake up this morning and feel good about himself? Right. Was I he, say no. Was he celebrating last night? Uh, celebrating, yes. And then when it wears off, he realizes, boy, I almost screwed this whole thing up. Right. And he's not thrilled with himself. But was he, he like jumping up and down? Uh, I think you have to. You can't go sulk in the corner, and then you wake up this morning and you feel like garbage. Right. Like, I almost ruined our season. And what did I really do today? But in a couple years, we'll forget that. We'll go, oh, yeah, he was in that uh, It's a game. big weekend big of game. NFL big Division Playoffs.